Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. We're so glad you're here. This week, we got to sit down with Rick Cohen from Benko Dental, and we kind of talked about everything PPE and then kind of honed in a little bit more on the N95 mask. You guys, I, I think you're going to get a lot of pearls from this, and I hope you enjoy. It's time to organize the chaos with Zen. All dental practices run into the same problems. Ordering dental office supplies is a mess. Running out of products, no budget, and price comparisons that take hours. With Zen, dental supplies management has never been easier. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the show. I have a rock star on for you, Rick Cohen from Benco. I, I'm just gonna let him go ahead and take it away. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about Rick? Sure, uh, I am a, a dental man uh, since, since birth. Uh, my grandfather started the business in 1930. The company is Benco Dental, many of you know us and uh, hopefully love us. And uh, my grandfather started the company in 1930 uh, my father uh, was built it for 50, 45, 50 years, and now he's semi-retired and 85 years old and happy and healthy in Florida, uh, thank goodness. And uh, my brother and I have been running it now for about 25 years. My brother's name is Chuck, and uh, my name is Rick. And so I, I love the family history. You know, in dentistry specifically, I know I've worked for several doctors that are uh, people oriented, you know, they, they connect so much better with relationships. Um, they're very relationship driven, if you will. And so hearing that you guys have kind of got a generational business is it's pretty neat. And it's a lot, it's probably stuff that people didn't know. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is, we're, we're uh, um, a relatively large family business. We have over uh, 1,500 full-time people and, um, uh, it's unusual for uh, a company to exist for 90 years um, under the ownership of one family um, and, uh, and, and come to the size that we are. And so um, we, we got here based upon the hard work of all of our associates. We've got the best dental people in the business um, working with us and um, they you know, really help us stand out against our competitors. And uh, we overall, we, we work together to provide a, a much better value proposition for our customers. I love that. Okay, and let's say we have a newer dental assistant listening to the show. Can you tell these guys a little bit about the services and uh, products that Benco offers? Absolutely. We're, uh, so the easiest way for me to explain it in, in one line or two is that we're just like Shine and Patterson, but we're just a lot better. So we've got all the same products that we have for the most part, um, but our service is so much better. We, um, we have a, a 400 uh, full-time sales reps or consultants, and uh, uh, they take care of our, our customers like uh, no sales team in the business. Um, we also have a full uh, and complete private label line. So we've got from soup to nuts in our private label, um, and we offer uh, very interesting services, practice management consulting services, software services, um, and a very unique suite of, uh, of, of additional services that our competitors don't offer. Um, you might have noticed our webinar series. We've just had a string of 15 to 20 webinars 
just since COVID started to talk about some of the challenges that dental offices are facing. That's just one of the value added services that we provide. Um, and uh, overall, um, there's no other company that has the full suite of services and products that we have. So kind of like a, a one-stop shop. I, I do enjoy that idea because, you know, a lot of us, we, we constantly are, are looking for something that makes our life easier, <laughs> especially for repairing equipment, purchasing equipment, looking for new materials, trying to research what our doctor wants, but can't remember the name of. <laughs> well, I, you know, you're, you're helping me out because, because, uh, you know, I failed to mention our service department. We also have 400 service techs, also the best in the business. Um, they're almost all men. So I can say these men are just fabulous at fixing dental equipment and doing it with a smile. Uh, they are also in many ways consultants. So when they're in your office, uh, not only do they fix whatever is leaking or squeaking, uh, but they also can give advice as to how to take care of your equipment and make it last longer and uh, really the best team in the business. We're so proud of them. Oh, that is so nice to hear. Uh, yeah, I just, I love it. I love it. So Rick, really, I want to get to the meat and potatoes, okay? So since COVID happened, it's a part of our new life, right? I want to know more about PPE. I, I'm, the, the supply chain, like a lot of the dental assistants are, are listening to the show right now and they're thinking, why does my doc say he can only get 20 of these and 20 of these? And, and we got a pack of KN95s last week and now I'm told that they are knockoffs. Like, can you just run us through the PPE chain for these dentists and kind of what their current struggles are? Well, uh, the PPE, the, the first thing that I'll tell you is that one of my passions is PPE. And that is uh, such a now it's very stylish to have that as a passion, uh, but it's been my passion for years. And uh, I've, I've been to um, probably over 50 PPE factories worldwide, and I study the market very well. I've made over 50 trips to China, um, and I've made many trips throughout the United States visiting factories. And so I really understand how it all works. And uh, um, I will, agree with you, what we're experiencing is a crisis like we've never experienced uh, ever in, in our lifetime. And so I'll take it piece by piece. Um, you mentioned KN95s and N95s. Um, I bet you that probably only 50% of your audience even knew what an N95 was before COVID. And maybe, and probably many fewer than that knew what a KN95 is. So before I begin, um, uh, let me first talk about what that, that class of face masks is. The main thing about that class of face masks, KN95 and N95, is the fact that they fit your face. They fit your face such that there's no openings on either side near your ears. Um, and they fit it tight so that all the air that comes into your um, mouth and nose is filtered. And the 95 means that it filters out 95% of the tiny nano sized particles. So um, that's the first thing you need to know. The second thing you need to know is that N95 is an American standard and KN95 is a Chinese standard. So uh, in most cases, we wouldn't need KN95s if there were enough N95s. It's pretty much undisputed that an N95 is a better mask than a KN95. 
The problem is, as we all know, the demand for N95s has shot up probably 50 times what's normal. And in dentistry, it shot up a million times because we never used N95s or KN95s in dentistry. Right. And because we can't make enough N95s for, to satisfy the worldwide demand, and specifically the dental demand, uh, we have to settle for what we can get our hands on, which is KN95. That's a Chinese standard, as I mentioned, they're all made in China. Now, one big difference between N95s and KN95s is the way it attaches to your face. N95s must use headbands, meaning rubber bands that go all the way around your head. KN95s can also have ear loops. Now, it's better to have headbands than ear loops just because it pulls the mask so much closer to your face. But if you do have KN95s with ear loops, I would recommend that you get a, that you get a headband, and I wish I had video here so I could show you, but you can get a headband and put sew buttons on it, one just above each one of your ears. And if you wear a KN95, you can put the ear loops on those buttons. By now, many of you have seen photos of uh, this ear loop mask solution, which brings the mask much closer to your face. And therefore, when it's tight, you're getting less unfiltered air. So think about uh, doing that headband trick to make all of your ear loop masks more comfortable and also tighter on your face. You know, you did um, a great job, the visual guys. I, I'm sure you've seen it on Facebook or somewhere on social media. I know at first they were using, uh, you know, people, what is it called? At times of adversity, you get inventive and that's where ingenuity happens. And people were using the little monkeys from the barrel and they were placing them in the center of the back of the head and then using the arms from the monkeys to actually attach their ear loops to, to try and preserve the, the health of the, the back of the ear. <laughs> you mean that barrel of monkeys toy that we played yes, with? Yes, so the little blue monkeys, they were using those. And, and like I said, they were just, they were using the arms to hold the ears. I, I never heard that. That's, that is, you know, the, the saying I think is necessity is the mother of invention. There it is. But, you know, it brings me to another topic, but I do want to get back to the KN95 and counterfeit problem. So we'll bookmark that for a second and then get to another topic really quickly. We have never seen so much innovation so quickly. And so we're seeing all sorts of inventions ever since COVID came to the United States. And so rapidly, every week, or we're seeing a new invention that captures dental aerosols or that uh, replaces dental masks. We're seeing these, um, these uh, devices. They have four letters, starts with P. Now I can't remember the four letters, but basically these are substitutes for masks that are reusable and they offer HEPA filtration. So they, they have uh, positive air pressure right, on, right onto your face. So you don't have to worry about working too hard to breathe. Um, well, anyway, we're seeing a lot of really neat inventions. It's amazing how the world has come together, the smartest minds, to create uh, products to make dentistry safer. Yeah, well, you went on, the whole world goes on pause. I mean, it gives you time to, to think outside the box, that's for sure. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Um, can I get back to counterfeit KN95s? Yes, that's what we all want to know about. <laughs> well, I understand why. Uh, basically, 
let's start at the very beginning. There were all, for N95s and KN95s, um, many of them, in fact, my understanding is the majority of them were made for industrial supply. So for example, if you were a, um, a, a construction worker and you were working on concrete, concrete would have a dust and some of those dust particles can get so small that you, you really don't want them going into your lungs. So uh, construction workers have used N95s and KN95s for years. Medical workers also have used them, but not nearly what they're using now. And uh, there was a FDA ruling uh, at the start of this crisis that allowed all of the industrial KN95s and N95s to be used for medical purposes. Most of the KN95s in China are for industrial purposes. And so at first, the government allowed uh, all foreign N95 style masks, except for the KN95s. Then two weeks later, they said, okay, we'll allow KN95s in, but we wanna warn everybody, many of them that are coming out of China are counterfeit. And anyone who sells a counterfeit mask has liability associated with it. So the reputable companies got very, very careful very quickly. We were, you know, we are one of those companies. So we never sold a KN95 that didn't go through our very thorough vetting process. And when I say very thorough vetting process, I mean our team of regulatory specialists who basically spend day and night evaluating KN95 masks. It's only about one out of a hundred companies that get uh, that, that, that we investigate are uh, that we can authenticate that their products are safe and that their products do what they say they're supposed to do. Um, we do a number of checks uh, and we have found a lot of fraudulent um, masks that have been sent our way for evaluation. Um, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times wrote articles, as, as you referenced, where um, a high percentage of the masks, the KN95s coming from China are uh, A, they didn't pass the certifications and B, when they were tested by Wall Street Journal and New York Times, they found that they were um, only filtering out 15% or 35% of the tiny particles. So those masks are not what they say they're supposed to be. And so um, being very careful of where you're buying your product matters a lot. Um, make sure whoever you're buying your KN95s has a regulatory department. Many of the, um, the newish or the, the dot-com dental supply companies, maybe the ones that don't have uh, the history or the reputation, they don't have regulatory departments or, at all. The government doesn't require us to have a regulatory department. We just have one because it's important to have good quality products for our customers. So we do spend a lot of time uh, and and have a lot of trouble finding good quality KN95s for our customers. Yeah, you know, and 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 so if you had a crystal ball and you were predicting when the dental community could be fully supplied with copious amounts of protective equipment, when would you say that would be? <laughs> well, uh, if I had a crystal ball, uh, I would say that. Um, we're going to have some trouble for, uh, in some cases, years, but in, in most cases, months. And it all comes down 
uh, by category. So let's let's stay on face masks for a minute because really uh, there there's a lot of hope in all of this. One bit of hope is that um, the world's largest maker of N95 face masks is a company that we all know and love, and that's 3M. And uh, just imagine if if Honeywell or Unilever was the biggest maker of face masks in the, of N95 face masks in the world, they don't know anything about dental and they don't care about dental. But one thing that we know is that 3M knows and loves dental. And you have to believe that the 3M, the guy running 3M dental is calling the guy running 3M masks. And he's calling that person every day and saying, hey, dental needs its allocation of N95s. So I think it's great for dentistry that 3M is so um, is is by far the number one N95 maker in the world, and we can depend upon 3M to do whatever it takes to get uh, N95s to the dental community. Now, when I spoke to the head of 3M Dental, and I, I talked to him regularly, uh, he told me that unfortunately, right now, the U.S. government is controlling where those N95 respirators go. And they're all going to hospitals and acute care and FEMA. So my expectation is that's going to change in the next come in the coming months as we get a better handle on COVID and more supply comes into the market. So I think we're going to get more and more N95s and KN95s over the next several months. I think that problem is going to be resolved that way. Um, there are PPE categories that really have me concerned. Uh, one of those categories is disposable clothing. There's a huge problem getting disposable clothing, uh, enough of it. Um, and the reason for that is because it's all hand sewn. Um, almost all of it is hand sewn in China and it's made by highly skilled workers that are very hard to find, hard to train. Um, generally, they're all women. Uh, they work very long hours. They work very, very hard, and uh, um, they're very. Uh, the, the worldwide demand for these disposable clothing garments has gone up five or six times what's normal, and they haven't been able to find enough people that can sew them capably. It's very hard to sew uh, disposable clothing as quickly as they do and as well as they do. So I'm very concerned about disposable clothing. And one of the things that we're telling all of our customers is, if you can get a relationship with your local uh, restaurant uniform supplier, um, they can provide uh, reusable uh, professional clothing to your office at about $6 per person per week. They'll come in, drop it off in your office, put it right on the, on the hanger for you, one change, per week per person, and it's very inexpensive. It's about $6 per person per week. They wash it for you, they iron it, and they hang it up and they deliver it. So um, we recommend that dental offices develop relationships with, uh, with their uh, professional uniform laundering services. See, Rick, that's a the great point you hit because I have an eco-friendly dentist um, who is constantly reiterating that she does not want to contribute to the landfills. So I know a lot of dentists are struggling uh, with their teams because they don't want to continue to produce all of this garbage. <laughs> so they love anything reusable. So I think that's a, a great solution. Thank you for sharing that. I think, it's, I think it's not only a great solution for the environment and just the right thing to do, 
but it also, um, it will become nearly impossible to get disposable clothing over the next two years. And unfortunately, uh, we are seeing price increases of over 10 times what we used to see. And so, uh, you know, we, we're, we're not seeing it yet because we're still selling some of our old stock. But when our old stock is depleted, we have to buy new stock from, you know, it's all made in China. So from China and the, the pricing that we are having to pay to replenish that stock is 10 or more times what's normal. Not 10% more, but 10 times more money for that stock. So we're going to see big price increases too. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so I, I guess I want to wrap this up by saying, what are some tips that you'd give these dental assistants um, for understanding, you know, quantity control control in the in the practice? You know, what what are what are the guidelines right now for utilizing the supply that you have of N95 K and 95 masks? Like, what are you hearing out there? So the guidelines are very different from the actual. Uh, what's actually happening. The, the guidelines, I believe, and, and you check with the CDC on this, but the guidelines, I believe, is change your mask for every patient. But as we all know, there are simply not enough N95s or KN95s in the world to support uh, mask changes at that frequency. So absent that, and I think we all, n none of us listening, n none of, no one has enough N95s we have to make do with uh, rules that uh, you can feel comfortable with. And depending on how many N95s or KN95s you can get your hands on, um, you won't be able to change them per patient. Um, you know, frankly, hopefully you can change it once a day. It's a real problem. And uh, you know, we're hearing it all on the national news and we're seeing acute care, uh, uh, caregivers of COVID patients wearing bandanas. It's, uh, it's a terrible mess. And uh, unfortunately, what the guidelines are don't really apply anymore. Right. They don't reflect the real world. <laughs> right. Right. It's, sad. It's, it's terrible. It's sad. But it's true right now. Um, that said, uh, I, I believe that a um, uh, couple of things. One is I, the ADA did come out with some recommendations basically use an N95 if you have it. If you don't use a KN95, if you don't have one of those, a level three mask with a face shield is, a, is an appropriate substitute. Um, but I think that, um, I think a face shield does offer quite a bit of protection, especially since this is mostly a droplet problem. And, um, um, and, and I'm, sh I'm very confident that dentistry will be able to adapt in this new reality. Right, and we we were able to do it in with the '90s with the bloodborne pathogen standard. Uh, you know, I, I talked to several. Just you know, I'm I'm 20 year dental assistant, and I've talked to several that have had way more time in the field than I have about the frustrations of learning how to wear gloves. So there's always that 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 first initial shock and awe, like, oh no, this is how do I how do I practice like this? And then you just adapt, right? I mean, we're we're intuitive, we're capable of adapting. We just have to get through that scared, annoyed part. <laughs> it's true. And, you know, it's, we've all just adapted to a whole new way of life overnight. And if you, you remember how life was before COVID and how life is today and how we've all just adapted overnight, you're right. 
Dentistry will also adapt. Um, I rem when I was growing up, dentists didn't wear gloves. And now, uh, obviously, the, the thought of practicing even one minute without gloves is, is a crazy thought. So um, you're right. We'll, get, we'll adapt to these new realities, I think, very quickly. Okay, Rick, one more question. Have you actually, um, have you compared on your face trying out the respirators between, you know, something that, that doesn't qualify as uh, N95? Can you feel the difference in the pull of air? So um, you can, uh, and I have spent a lot of time, one of the things that I do is spend a lot of time uh, with the various masks on my face. When, when we get samples, uh, and I am invited to test them. And, and the ones that pass all of our regulatory muster, I do test myself. Um, I don't just spend one minute with them on. I spend hours with them on because I believe it's important um, to really see uh, not just, you know, first how it smells, that's a big deal with masks. And secondly, um, you know, how the filtration works. Because if the filtration is too strong, um, it might protect against COVID but it doesn't allow you to do your job because you know you still need good clean oxygen. I mean, you need oxygen. So if the mask doesn't allow uh, exchange of oxygen, that's a real problem. Um, N95 with a tight fit um, is obviously is your best solution. Um, I do think that they are hot and breathing, rebreathing um, your recycled air all day long is a little bit hard to do. So you'll need to take some, you know, more frequent breaks than I think you used to, um, and but it but it's very doable, uh, and there's been lots of people that have worn N95s every day to work since you know for their whole career. I mean, a lot of construction workers use them constantly, and it is definitely a mask that you can spend all day in, but it'll be a little bit different. Right, and 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 you know we we talk about you know carbon dioxide and. And, and just the whole idea, like there are things, I know there's a medical clearance questionnaire you can do before you start using a respirator. Um, I know that the fit test is important too. I just, I wanna hit a couple of these things before we let you go. Um, as a dental assistant, do I need to take the medical questionnaire and do I need a fit test in order to wear my respirator with my dentist in the practice? So, there are new rules about fit testing, and I happen not to be a specialist in those rules, um, but they are there. I, I wish I was able to give you a, a, a better answer on this one. I don't have the answer. Um, and, uh, and yes, if you have respiratory issues, um, generally they would need to be severe issues. Uh, you, you may have issues wearing an N95 or a KN95 all day long. So definitely making sure you have your healthy, uh, healthy lungs, um, uh, I think is a, is a worthwhile test. And I happen to have some respiratory issues of my own. So um, I can tell you that if you have them, you probably know. Right, and, and yeah, so you guys, if, if you, if you, you take all of this to heart and you understand that this PPE is there to protect you. You know, it's there to protect your patients, but it's primarily for you. You, you have to make sure that you've checked all the boxes so that when you go to work, you feel safe and, and, and medically understand that 
you know, they're, they're this, like Rick said before, people have been doing this for decades, you know, if they work in construction, this is what their, their protocols are every single day. So you can incorporate it into your life as long as it's safe. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and I'm particularly excited about these new devices that I mentioned to you. And if I had a picture, it would be better, but I'll just describe it as best as I can. Imagine um, uh, a device about three times the size of a deck of cards uh, strapped to your belt in the back with a tube that goes behind your head. And then uh, imagine a face shield that covers under your chin so that it's basically a hood and you're, you're getting a constant flow of clean filtered air from the belt pack. Um, these systems, uh, they start with P and then I, I, I can tell you the exact name of them. 3M is the big maker of these systems and they, they look to me to be fantastic. Unfortunately, we can't get them yet, but um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you the name right now because for, you know, for some reason it's, it's escaping me. The name is a PAPR. It stands for Powered Air Purifying Respirator. Um, and you can Google that, PAPR, and look at the pictures. They look like spacesuits. They look very funny. But I have a feeling that, um, that they're going to become popular in dentistry because um, it's going to be a lot more comfortable breathing um, new air instead of rebreathing old air all day long. And I think uh, they're going to be made to look less intimidating and, and uh, more stylish, as it were. And I think they're going to be smaller. And I just think there's tons of innovation in PAPRs right now. So I look forward to that for our industry. That, you know, I, I, I agree with that. I could see that being, you know, because it's all in one. Instead of us piecing this PPE together that covers our neck up. Yes, I, it I, is that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it makes so much sense. And, you know, you guys, seriously, uh, Go reach out to Benko, find Rick online. I, you guys got to go check out the webinars. Kay Huff is doing a fabulous job running those webinars and, and getting information to assistance. And uh, I just, I truly appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, um, I would also, I appreciate that plug you just made for our webinars. They're awesome. They're all recorded. They're all on our website. And if you have time, uh, please do check them out. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Rick. Have a fabulous day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Rick, uh, for coming on the show and helping dental assistants learn. You guys, as always, Jules Varney, Dental Assistants Rock, Instagram, Facebook, or the website, DA Rockstars, Instagram, Facebook, and find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is where we're at, but until next time, keep on suctioning.